the show you listen to rail of sports on the voice america network i'm in phoenix living like it matters and what matters to me is uh let me just say what matters to me first and then i'm going to tell you you know what else matters to me what matters to me first is mark cuban really now i don't want to just go way off because i first want to let you all know that i'm being joined in the studio today by my man Dougie Mac. What's up, Ray? Can't call him Doug Mac. Can't call him the Mac Man. <laughs> you can call me anything. Dougie you want, Ray. Mac. But that's my man over there. And I, I think he's a little bit upset because it's some stuff's happening with, you know, his Seattle Seahawks. No, he, thought he, was gonna, he thought he was going to get this great tight end. And all of a sudden, now somebody couldn't pass a physical. So I think we got some issues there. And what? Wait a second. Wait a second. First of all, I'm just mad that you didn't allow me to come in and get any shine for my Seahawks after they kind of went and kicked the out of the what? number one offense Man, in I, NFL listen, history. Listen. But that's fine. I was that, on that the wagon. Just, I was on the wagon that day, yeah, if you, you remember, yeah, Dougie Mac. I was on, on the I was on the wagon. You know, I, I gave some love to my man, Pete Carroll, who I will, Dry you know, you again, I, I Man, Pete just his name. Listen, the man has such an impact on my life. Really? I, I appreciate the impact he had on my life, but at the same time, there's some controversy about the impact wait, wait, he had he, on my life. He and many coached others. you? Wait, wait. Oh, come on, you know that. I didn't know that, you. Wait, wait. He, he was a coach. Pete wait, he was a secondary coach. I know oh, yeah. that. Yeah, Pete was my secondary coach at the Ohio State University. Oh, I kind of forgot that to tell oh, you yeah, the truth. Yeah, you did forget that. Man. My bad. And then, of course, he was, you know, one mad coach left and went on and I inherited another mad coach Nick Saban and you you know and it, and it goes on and on and on so, uh-huh. but but, uh, but no they they they're great products great teachers you know He was always and, the same guy Pete is Pete's never going to change yeah. Any, anybody who ever coached was coached by Pete Carroll will tell you he's the same man that he was he, yeah. the same man that coached me coached these guys today you know, yeah. just he can't change, and and the thing, same thing with Nick Saban, he can't change. Right, he's he's a creature of, of habit of himself. Who's know? a more effective uh, coach in terms of uh, giving you the fundamental skills, as opposed to the rah rah support and uh, and and wherewithal? Who who gave you better fundamentals? Who'd you learn more about how to play the position? Well, from? You, you know, to, to be quite honest, you know, you know, at at a university at that level, I think it's like most universities at that level. You know, basic fundamentals is nothing you should ex- you should go there and not have. You should have. And the better you are prepared fundamentally, the better you are to move on to the next level because that's big boy ball. Okay, but by the time you got there, you're saying you already knew everything you needed to know. Well, I didn't know everything. I, I said I was, I was fundamentally sound because okay. I had a high school coach who his brother was the head coach of your famous team. Chuck Knox's brother. Chuck Bill, Knox's. Oh my was gosh! My, was it's my like high we're, we're long. It's like we're cousins. It's, <laughs> well, it's literally, I, we got to go to like okay, ancestry.com. Okay, Chuck okay, no- okay. Knox's brother. Yes, was my, I'm getting was a tear my high school over yeah, here. Yeah. Chuck Knox. Yeah, right. That's so, that's, that's no, going way back. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I mean, that just shows you the the, the root, the history, the knowledge that the, the tutelage that I was under. You know, and so it was it was kind of hard for me not to at least you know acquire the basic fundamentals of a game being coached by those great men, you know, and then it comes about now it's the the will and, and the determination and perseverance of that individual and the passion, 
What are they doing then? Are they preparing you on scheme? Well, there is certain fundamentals to a defense, you know, in terms of knowing the scheme, as you said. And so fundamentally, you go through a process of your assignment first. And then once you've mastered your assignment, getting to know. And that's the best prepared players are those that mastered their, their responsibilities and then also are aware of everybody else's responsibility. And so that's what I, I was a student of the game, that I knew not only my responsibility, I knew everybody's responsibility, which means then you know where and, and when you can help somebody else out without compromising yourself. How did you feel about Woody Hayes punching people in the neck? Uh, that was something that, uh, hey, man, it was a part of the game. Did you see time. it coming? Like, did he have that anger oh, all the time? Oh, yeah, yeah. But what? That's a, that's a senior citizen at that time. I mean, Woody really was a senior citizen, and Woody couldn't, you know. Which makes it off. even less likely. Could, yeah. Well, I mean, a know, senior was, citizen isn't really out there hitting, like, 20-year-old kids well, in the neck. He, he is. Yes, he is. Consistently. <laughs> well, this one. <laughs> yeah, consistently. Consistently. Actually, in this case. And you, and you know it. So when you go there, you expect it. And, and, and it's almost one of those things, it's, it's, it's almost like if it doesn't happen to you at some point in time either you're a great football player or you have no responsibility being there whatsoever. do you kind of feel like maybe you missed out by not getting punched in the neck uh, well well i i showed i got a punch so you felt yeah. good about that yeah i got a punch yeah i got a punch but again it was at, it was at a game away it was a high school game all-star game and i showed up uh and he was in attendance and i and i yeah. had to show up yeah Else, I would have been in trouble. So when I went there, you know, he what? what he, listen, what he was a smart man. What he, he punched that, with love, he, and he wanted to show the fans that he loved it, they, what they wanted to see. So he punched me, and so I took it and walked away and went. Up. But anyway, like, listen, felt like you made it there, didn't? Listen, you? That man, was a confirmation. Let's, 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 anyway. let's get to the good stuff. Yeah. Mark Cuban. Now, for me, I, I you know, th- there's something about when you are. You know, a leader in an industry. I think you have a social obligation. Whoa. You know, and, and so I think that you need to just as you want to, you know, hold your employees to a certain standard. I think you yourself also should be held to a higher standard, if you will. And so the expectation should be that if you say something uh, that it is going to go viral and, and the world is going to know about it. So if you've got an agenda uh, then perhaps maybe if the agenda is a selfish agenda, then you say things that will draw attention to your product, which is you and your basketball team. But there are times where, you know, it's, I think it's okay. Well, if I may, Ray, why don't you go ahead and tell me well, what you're I, looking at, well, what, what he said. Well, well here's give, what give I'm going to do. Here. Here's what I'm going to do. What Mark I, Cuban I, I, I think everybody knows. His, his, his words, according again, I'm, I'm, this is a quote that was, I picked up off one of the big boy networks. Mark Cuban, in a quote, you know, said, and talking about football, they're trying to take over every night of TV. It's all football. At some point, the people get sick of it. Now, pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered, yeah, okay. which is a business term, incidentally. I, I, exactly. And we all know this. And he's a businessman. Yeah. And so what he's saying, if they get, you know, people could get tired. He, he's not really worried about people getting tired of it because he doesn't feel people are going to get tired. That's the real underlying thing is that people won't get tired of it. Because if you're going to say people are going to get tired of it, why don't you think about, what, an 82-game schedule? 
Yeah. How about that? Well, an un- un- unwatchable product right now. The NBA is at an absolute all-time low. I, I can't even... My sp- point. I can't even get that, that's myself a, That's the point. Anything. 82, yeah. when you start reaching 82 games, maybe people get tired of that. Yeah. But you still... Every team's still only going to... It's a 16-game season. They're talking about maybe two more games, and they're not, they're not going to get those two more games. because. And the reason why they will never get those extra two games... Is because again the, the pressure from society. That's exactly right. With the head, concussion stuff, the you can forget yeah, about it. Yeah. So you're not. So it's going to be 16 games. So regardless of when you see those games during the week, it's not going to be more games. It's going to be the same amount of games. Well, let me let me play devil's advocate, okay? Um, because I can tell you're passionate about this, and I don't really have a dog in the fight. I I like football. More football, fine by me. You like basketball? Not even close to, to what I like. Well, I mean, since they took my Sonics, I don't, I don't even acknowledge the existence of the professional yeah, gonna, you game. May, I think you're going to get a team back. Well, we will. They will. Seattle but, will. But your but point. My point is, do you kind of think he has a point in that Seattle, or excuse me, the NFL and, and football has, has become sort of a, an event on the weekend. It's become an institution on Sunday, almost something that everyone looks forward to at the end of the week, and they have parties around. And if you start spreading it out thin a little bit, just a little bit, and I'm not against this per se, but I do see the, the, the way it has been built into our pattern when we are in the winter viewing habit. Is there a risk that you dilute the product by spreading it across the, the weekly calendar? And, and since you're going, is there? Since you're going to advocate for the devil, I'm not. So I'm just going to give you my perspective. Well, advocate for the devil? That sounds a little bit uh, satanic. But you, you uh, just said I'm going to be the devil's advocate. <laughs> I did know, you, but did, did you, it just did, sounded. So you're not weird. thinking about what you're uh, saying, I, right? Oh, I mean, that's <laughs> you just, just a, said it, right? It's okay, an okay. idiom. Hey, now all of a sudden, oh, I've committed hey, my soul hey, to eternity. Say, I mean, you know, okay, well, let me just answer from my perspective. over here. From my perspective, it's like this. Who cares? What, Mark, come on, man. It's football. Why is he even they, chiming that's, in on that's this? That's my point. You know, I don't even get it. it. The, the, thing, the fact of the matter is, you said a Sunday, okay, and people normally say it's an event, and people look forward to that event, and everybody does it. And, and you're right about that. Okay, but here's what he also forgot to mention. Hmm. As he forgot to mention that when you start thinking about Thursday, you know, Thursday night is now, a, a, I think, a TNT, you know, night where there's basketball games at once the basketball right. season starts. Yeah. And so now you got to choose between that basketball and that football. And he knows the overwhelming majority of people are going to feel like, well, again, there's only one football game on Thursday night. Right, right. And, you know, there's all these other basketball games, you know. But, but here – Modern day television, it's digital. You record it. Right. He is just concerned about it's not going to water down the product because, again, the players' union is going to be such that, again, they're going to negotiate things carefully. That, again, a player's body, if you're worried about what the product's going to look like on Thursday night, then you got to take care of that product, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to make sure that product is okay. Mm-hmm. So I think that, the, and that's where I thought. Him being a fan, why not say I'm a fan of sports? And I'm concerned about those who are actually performing in their health and welfare in terms of... Th- well, that's not where he's coming from. Well, he's, he's saying I, I, their greediness ag- will be their undoing. See, and that's an agenda. Because, mm-hmm. again, the agenda is the same amount of games as I said before. It's only a matter of the fact that instead of playing all those games on Friday, 
no, not Friday. I'm sorry. On sat, sat there's a couple Saturdays now. There's just like and one or two. And that's, incidentally, I'm pretty sure I haven't checked the calendar, so, but I'm so pretty so sure so that's Sunday when, and Monday. I'm pretty sure that's when college football is already done for. So, well, like yeah. when they've already gone into bowl there's season. Little, yeah. You know, there's that hiatus when the the regular season ends and the and the conference championships end, and then they go. You're waiting for the bowls to begin. I have to check the calendar, but it's late in the season. There is that window. I got no problem. There's with a little that. overlap. You're right. There's I got some no overlap. problem with that. They're well, not he, interfering with college football. What I'm saying. But he, but he himself. He understands that people, like you talked about, creatures of habit and things of that nature, you love what you love. And if you love one more than you love the other, then the one that you love the most is where your heart is going to be and what you're going to watch. And he's concerned about, again, not that the product is watered down. He's concerned that he may lose some of those eyeballs or because of this TV contracts they got, perhaps maybe now it may be time for them to re-up. And they're not going to be able to re-up in a way of which he thought maybe there was a big payday coming. But football well, they are going to rewrite their deal this year. Well, they're trying to. But look, they football are. just jumped in. So they took some of the money off the table. Well, That's, see, it's, it's, we're going to talk about this all show long. I'm telling you. I'm, I, okay. I can't get off of this. I can't wait. So we got to take a break. So we're going to take a break. Uh-huh. And then we're going to come back. But I just want to thank my man, Dougie Mack, in the studio with me. You're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. We're in Phoenix living like a Mack. And we'll be right back. Like a Mack. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we. We cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the 3 is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Forum. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Forum or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. They helped make this game into what it is today. Now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLalumni.org. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. All right, you hear the music, you know the show. You're listening to Rail Sports on the Voice America Network. 
I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. And uh, first of all, I just, you know, it, whenever one of the members of the fraternity is lost, I always have to take the time out to uh, pay homage to that individual for what they contributed to the sport, to society, uh, to the world. Because, you know, of course, uh, football means much more to, to the world than what people may think. Uh, it's not just the game being played on the field, but it's the impact that the game has on lives of many people all around the world. So at this particular time, uh, I want to take time out to acknowledge that the Buffalo Bills have lost their owner, Mr. Wilson, who uh, had a, a long life. You yeah, know, 95 it's a years, good run. Uh, 95 years. And, uh, and I'm, I'm thankful to the man because I've also had many friends that have played for the Buffalo Bills. Um, Didn't he get in I, trouble for flipping somebody off at uh, the box in Tennessee, yeah, as I recall? Been, That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, if I'm 90 and I own a team, he's I'm been owning flipping the, team. the birds. You know how long too. he's owned this team? As, as long as I've known. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, yeah. Uh, but but I, I know also that I have a good friend up there, Kelvin Fisher, who's the director of college scouting, that, that was given an opportunity you know, to work for this team. It's his first big draft. And uh, so I, I know there's some heavy hearts down there. In owners' meetings, I'm sure they've, they've acknowledged this. So uh, me and my man, Dougie Mack, going to take a minute of silence to uh, pay homage to uh, uh, Ralph Wilson. All right. All right. So, uh, so now the chatter that you hear now is, go is going to be uh, Ray Ellis, and that's me. And I'm going to go right back and jump back up on uh, uh, my man, uh, Mark Cuban, because uh, – you know, I think Mark, and he probably he doesn't know me, he doesn't care about me. Don't he'd be a good owner? You have to admit, Mark is Love probably him, not, Mark cool is an opportunist. Mark yeah. is an opportunist, sure. and an opportunity has presented himself for him to express something that is not, you know, anything that he is embracing, and that is that somebody else there's a night during the week, perhaps maybe where his team could get on and the league could take advantage of an audience of which is looking for some sports, and football jumped on that night first, and so football has, you know. You know, jumped out there and said, we're going to do some Thursday night games. And, and, and for Mark, listen, like I said, if you are, you know, one who, who's passionate about the game, and, and I can't believe that for him and, and for everybody to think that the National Football League is watered down when you're telling me you got teams like, uh, okay. Who, who, said who, that? Whoa, 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 who said that? Oh, a lot of people. That's no, what he, he was saying. People have said that the no, products no, no, no. are watered down. Okay, about, just read he, a little he, bit he, deeper. I into did, but he's talking about the, the television timing, not the number of players or teams. No, 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 no. The product is getting watered down. Okay. You, you added All some right. you added well, Maybe some, I You that. added some teams. You know, years ago when I played, you know, there was 28 teams and now there's 30 Two teams, that what it you, was? Know, there's more, you know. There used to be, uh, you know, fourteen games. There's sixteen games, you know, and and you know, and so you got off season work and all this, you know. I can't so, get enough you know, of so, it. I wish it was no. all 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 year long. Well, I wish I, they played football every well, Sunday. Here, no, here's what Seriously. I will say. I will say that the NFL owners are probably, in terms of collectively. Probably some of the well, their success has demonstrated some of the greatest success in any industry. When you look at how there's only 32 guys, you know, that 32 men in the National Football League, and when you think about, you know, what industry where just about every participating owner is a billionaire yeah. or their franchise that, that doesn't happen too many times. Well, today there's 31, so, unfortunately. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, no, somebody else has inherited that team. Yeah. So there's a new yeah. billionaire. Somebody just made the new His billionaire's kid, list. Yeah. Probably, yeah. <laughs> Thank God for it. Yes. Ralphie yeah, Jr. Right. Yeah, here little you go. Ralphie. Uh, now, little Ralphie would be riding around in a golf cart now and pointing to say, Dougie <laughs> Mac, what's you over there, man? You figure, <laughs> though, I mean, he's, his dad's 95. It's not like he's little anymore. Yeah, you know, you're, you're right. Probably you're right. Old, old Ralphie. Let, let's hope he hasn't outlived his children because that, ha that does happen sometimes when people live to yeah. be that age, you know that. But let's get back to Mark Cuban. 
Um, shouldn't Mark and his and his and his wife? I mean, shouldn't you be an advocate in, in this particular day and time? You know, when you're talking about team sports, shouldn't you be advocating? You know, he's also one of the other things he does. He's taken a jab at the sport and the violence of the sport and the reduction of participation in sports by particularly mothers who are making these decisions that, hey, my son is not going to play anymore. You know, if you're a real, you know, sport, you know, shouldn't you try to help your other, you know, I, I, I just think he's, you know, here's what I think. It, I think that he probably sees the forest for the trees. And with the trends, with youth participation, with the concerns about concussions and CTE, if, if you look at the, the, the big picture, you could probably, and I have made this argument to my friends just on the side, we've probably seen the top. We've probably top ticked the NFL's popularity. When it was the mid-70s, baseball and football were equally popular in American viewership, participation, attendance, all those things. And football just went boat race. But now, I mean, the trends, you know, they do tend to end from, you know, eventually. And I think what Mark Cuban's trying to do for whatever reason, because he wants to be like Sportsradamus or whatever, is call the top. So in 10 years, he can look back and say, see, see what I told you. But I don't think it's because of the dilutive nature of the TV schedule. I think it's because... Football has probably run its popular course as far as you can expect it reasonably to go with everything we now know about the concussions and the participation slowing out. So. But, 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 but partition... So what's he doing, though? What's he trying to get on the record? I don't get that. Well, well, the participation for me, there there may be some changes in participation because unlike some of those guys out there, and Dougie Mack, you know I've said this, and it really pisses me off. I am not one of those individuals who can take this mic and will say that I knew what I was getting into because you don't know what you don't know. Right. And I didn't know, and those... And, and I, now we do. And President Obama. That's the, that's, that's the difference. That's a big deal. But, 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 here, but, but, but President Obama isn't the first president. In fact, if you look back. No, there's he a, said, I wouldn't let my right. son play football. But, but, but the that's law, the, the president, president had to bring the gavel down in order to change football from the way it was decades ago. And I forget, it might have been Roosevelt or one of those presidents that actually did that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just do, do, do what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Huh? Because it was such a violent sport. And so they had to change some things as it relates to sport. But here's what I want to say. They might. That, Listen, if you love the game, just like I love the game, my body doesn't allow me to play it anymore. That doesn't mean I don't love the game. Right. So in terms of involvement, there might be a, a fewer amount of people that will be involved no in, in the game because of what they've learned. Yep. But that doesn't mean they won't still love the game and watch the game. Well, but I mean, realistically, I think it kind of goes all in the same basket. Participation, attendance, viewership, interest, all of those come I think from I the disagree same with place. That. I'm, and here's why. You and I are always, we agree that we can disagree. Yeah, absolutely. And here's why. It's because, you know, a sport that you love, if you're no longer participating, like you said, you played football when you were a kid, you're not participating in terms of playing anymore, but you're still watching and going. Yeah. And you make, you know, I'll, I'll come and with you. And I'm a, basco- I'm a, I'm a frustrated basketball player. I'll come with you on that and say mm-hmm. there's no bigger youth sport in this country than soccer. And soccer has crap television ratings. Soccer has awful, I mean, it's starting to shift now. I mean, if you see what's happening in Seattle and Portland, Toronto just added Michael Bradley, they're doing well. Uh, but as a, as a league, it's still very nascent comparatively. And, and I agree with you because soccer is, there, it is the number one participation youth sport in this country. Nobody gives a you-know-what about soccer on TV or soccer professionally compared to the other major leagues. Well, okay, let's Having go. said that, though, now they say that baseball mm-hmm. and soccer amongst kids, I think it was, I just saw a statistic, it's 
kids like 12 to 17, baseball and soccer are equal in terms of their interest in the professional game. So this is starting to shift now. So, Well, I, I will say this. I, I will say that a lot of it has to do, you've got to go with the leagues in terms of how many leagues are available, what the participation rate is right. for those kids. For a while, for I'm some reason or another, those leagues had, you know, it used to be a league in your neighborhood when you grew up, that league went away. You know, and a lot of it has to do with, you. if you think about the generational, as things change, for some reason or another, some of us don't want to service our kids the way we were serviced when we were kids. There were there were fathers and mothers, like you got the soccer moms now. You didn't have a lot of soccer moms when we were kids. Right. Because some of those soccer moms, either they were stay-at-home moms and they stayed at home because... I think there's a generation of women that are more actively involved in athletics now. So then they do go out, but our, our maybe our grandmothers didn't do those well, type they're, of they're things. They're more actively involved in the rearing of the children. Period, because of the single you know mother, single parent household. Uh, the the soccer mom or really father on the road or, or, or father on the road yeah. exactly taken away by business and, right. and other commitments. And, and the soccer mom to me is more emblematic of a shift in. Uh, the daily tutelage of the kid outside the home. Mom always used to be home. What you came home for was mom having dinner That's on right. the table. Right. And mom said, you come home when it gets dusk, when those street lights go on, you see your butts in, your butts in the door. That was where you found mom. And soccer mom, that was almost an, an interesting sort of like a reversal of that mm -hmm. role. Now mom is out front. Mom is, you know, the person on the sidelines and she's the person putting the kid out there to be active That's in right. the community. And, so. and, and, and coaches are talking to moms now when you're making decisions on players oh, and, yeah. and moms are why am I, why isn't my kid playing why you know why am I playing this money and my kid isn't participating I believe that in itself when you think about pop Warner football and you, you you've got these rules on, on pop Warner football right and 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 those rules are such that okay here's what we got to do everybody has to play I believe that came about because you know dad's different dad is like okay I want you to play because you're good right mom wants you to play because she's paying the money everybody gets a trophy that's exactly mom wants if i'm paying the money why am i paying my money and my kid's not playing why am i coming out here supporting the team and my kid doesn't get to play i mean i, I can, think I soccer moms have it but wait i'm not finished I, I'm let not me tell you where that. i'm going that's the i don't know if i'm not mad about because i think i'm we're mad too at soft. everyone getting a trophy but i don't think if, if i'm paying if i'm shelling I'm not out, mad at everybody getting a trophy if i'm shelling out i want my kid to have the opportunity to get some game time i don't I, you know I, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised ah, see, i'm actually saying that yeah i'm actually surprised i'm saying this yeah i don't think you really believe in it? Well, I don't. I'm just saying, if it comes down, well, I never thought about it financially. I just thought it was weak that everybody gets to play, everybody gets a trophy. But if you think about it from the perspective of I'm shelling out whatever it is, $400 for a season, I'm financially contributing to this construct and my kid doesn't get to participate. Well, what am I really paying for other than the shame of my child and my frustration? I think I have a case there. Playing devil's advocate again over here. Well, well, but if you understand team concept and you understand that team must contribute, everybody must contribute in such a way that you've got to practice against somebody. I've always said this. You know, one reason why Archie Griffin should be happy about winning two Heisman trophies is the practice squad that he played against. Right. Because you practicing against those guys, obviously it was some competition at some level that made you better than the guys you're going to play against. You know that. Right. But I'm gonna when we come back, the soccer moms. We're gonna go to football moms, and you talk about. You know, what this Mark Cuban guy is really talking about, what he should be talking about. We'll discuss that when we come back. My man Dougie Mack, he just jumped out to get some water. See, if he's doing this on a regular basis, he wouldn't need water. You listen to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix, living like it matters. We'll be right back all over Mark Cuban. 
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins next week, I got the dunce cap on. You bet.com's playing to win presented by the daily racing form. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the daily racing form or click on playing to win at you bet.com may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. They helped make this game into what it is today. Now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLalumni.org. Hi, I'm Ed Krell, CEO of Destination Maternity. We proudly support the March of Dimes work to reduce the rate of premature birth. The numbers have gone down in the past five years, but still, nearly half a million babies are born too soon in the United States each year. We're helping the March of Dimes fund cutting-edge research and community programs to help more moms have full-term pregnancies and healthy babies. Join us in working together for stronger, healthier babies. Visit MarchofDimes.com. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. All right, you're back and you're listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. I'm in Phoenix living like it matters. Dougie Mack in the studios with me today. What up? And I cannot get off of Mark Cuban, so I'm going to give him about like 15 more minutes. And then, of course, we're going to talk some, uh, you know, some NBA. We're going to talk a little college basketball. You know, we don't have any money on the, you know, we, we have no skin in the game. Everybody's bracket has been destroyed. I don't even waste the time of doing a bracket. I still got my four but, final yeah. four teams alive. I don't, yeah. I don't know about you. Yeah, you're fine. Okay, but how could your bracket is destroyed? Am I right? Everybody's my, my bracket. Po- oh, all right. There oh, you go. Okay. All I said were brackets were destroyed. All right. Uh, okay. Well, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, let's, let's talk a little bit uh, more about, you know, a man by the name of Mark Cuban who wants to throw. And there's another thing. You know, health and safety is, you know, let's talk about health and safety because you do have a social responsibility. Well, no, we do because, see, when you want to talk about that. that, ruins it for me. Yeah, it does. Because. That's kind of what I'm saying. And and he's saying that football is going to be, you know, implode, you know, know, it's going to be all done and over with, you know, because the market is going to be saturated, the viewership is going to be saturated, the nights that we're doing it, you know, but it's really a health and safety issue. That's what's going to decay the, the, that's what's going to erode the popularity. Nobody I'm, glad, I'm, glad, I'm glad you said that, but you it know, have, have you seen some 
older because you know I'm, you know I've been blessed to be here a little bit. I do see I see that. But, I'm but, not. but have you seen some older basketball players? Have you ever seen? I have. Some of those men try try to walk. Bill Russell used to come into the golf course. Have I waited ever, tables in, and he be, we became cool. He would come and request my section, and he would walk in there looking like. Like like gravity was winning, you know, like hunched over and hobbled and very delicate. Cool dude, but acted like he was about to brittly break down you know at the next step. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, one of the most horrific, you know, injuries we've ever seen in our life, Louisville on national TV. And he's playing now, though. Jumped. But but just think about Russ, that. Russ Smith. You know, and so we always think about in terms of health and safety and welfare, we think about football and how violent it is. But if you can measure the impact of two cars, you know, hitting together, okay, and then you take two bodies, well, why not measure the impact of a player jumping up? How high do they jump and they come down? Yeah. Okay, just yeah. let's think about the absorb. Ex- Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it kills them. That's why they all have knees. And, and, and so, and so, yeah. right. And so, Mark, what you're trying to scare people about? You he's need to look at your about television. No, no. He's trying to scare them away from one thing, so they'll come to his game. He's talking about. I think he's you know, just trying to be able to say in ten years. See, I told you. See, I told you. And look back when those. I think he'll look at it. But I mean, does he I, really I get, care? Does he, see, he doesn't I, I don't care. Know. I think he just he, wants to be right. No, he's, no. He's got an ego that's all. Go- it's run him up. He wants money. This is about money. He don't need money. This is about. Oh, well, no, everybody, here's the thing about He's it. in the billions. Everybody, well, billions can be lost. <laughs> billions can be. Uh, My billions were lost the first game, Ohio <laughs> State. I want to thank the Ohio had, State you, University. It no, it wasn't. My billion-dollar bracket it was not a busted plural. in the first it was not game. You had one billion in your yeah, hand that you and, lost. and it's your fault. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I blame I the Buckeye. All right, I'm not going to accept that blame. Uh, some it's your blame, fault. Some blame I will. I'll, I'll let you I'll make it up to me. I'll take a 1% buyout. For the Ohio State University bust him on the first get, he, he one. He always tries to get me off track, Man, but I'm going to go back I because I want him to justify <laughs> why is it that, you know, when it's not even your business, why is it? I mean, it is our business here at this network to talk about things when it's not I do find your, that interesting. Yeah, you know, and that's, that's the part it about it. Like, he and you know, Jerry Jones are supposed to be somewhat, you know, Well, tend your, own, tend your own garden. You know what I mean? I don't hear any NFL players opining about the wisdom of expansion in the NHL. I don't hear, you know, hockey owners talking about uh, soccer impinging, at least not on the record. For him to come out and talk about, uh, you know, pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered, which I heard when I first got into business yeah, back, way back in the day. Everyone knows hears that. that. Everyone hears that. That's a business nothing, axiom. Nothing. Well, this is, that's why know? I said this is business. This for him, this is business. But I don't think that he's – here's the problem with Mark's comment. If you're looking at it from a pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered, that's an old sales term that says don't try to take too much of the deal or you're going to leave a bad residue and, and if you, you're going to offend the, the marketplace and you're going to get hung out to dry. I don't think football's doing that. I think football is playing a few games on Thursday, which we're used to already. You got Monday, Sunday, and they added Saturdays, but that's wise because you don't have anything on that Saturday once college football goes to its little hiatus pre-bowl. So I don't know what the heck he's talking about. Let me ask you this. Uh, and he shouldn't do, be do, talking about Do you about think it. a great majority of sports fans uh, get withdrawal when it comes to basketball or football? When the football season's over with, are they like, Oh, I well, when it. basketball season's over, are they like the only thing that made it okay this year is that my team, <laughs> yes, you know, by play. the grace of God, 
actually won the thing. So I'm okay with it now because. But still, we look. We until but we, we played the become, first week, we're the pro. We're as, the champs. But as 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 football fans in particular, but yeah. I think we all still celebrate in the fact that there's still football. Because the Super Bowl is something that you all become a fan of some team yeah. when Super Bowl arrives. If your team is there or not, yeah. you know, reluctantly, you'd have to support another team. It's always bittersweet, the though, when that game's over, right? Because you're Only if it's your team, you know, that you've supported throughout your life or for a period of right. time is it bittersweet. Because if it's not your team, yeah. the only bittersweet is if you bet on the game. But other than that, you just want to yeah. see a great football game. Uh-huh. You know, but, that but was see, a great football yeah, game. Yeah, that was, well, it was a great because it was a slaughter in your behalf, on your behalf. That was but the other best than that, football you know, game I've yeah, ever seen. Yeah, but it's like, it's like one of those <laughs> basketball games. You know, speaking of basketball game, and I love the Philadelphia 76 But how dare Mark Cuban talk about, you know, the watering down of anything because the Philadelphia 76ers go oh, about to break goodness. a record? So how many problems? Let's talk about that for a second. How many problems does the NBA have right now? Well, some People You've got believe- the number one pick last season, Anthony Bennett out of UNLV, hasn't played a minute. You've got these kids coming out after one year, sitting bench, no maturity, no physical ability to play with the men. Why are they taking these kids? Well, they're going to change it. Adam Silver said yesterday, the NBA commissioner who replaced David Stern recently said yesterday that the two-year in, basically it's going to be like baseball. You can come in out of college or out of high school if you're good enough to get drafted and people, you know, LeBron, okay? Uh, somebody like Anthony Davis, okay, you're going to go ahead and go. But the majority of kids, probably 95-plus percent— If you go to college, you got to stay they, two, two years. years. But no, but who, no, that's not fair. That's great. That's No, it's not fair. It's well, not yeah, right. It no, oh, no. The they, only thing you have can, to do— They can set whatever no, they want. No, what you have to do is just do a better job of scouting. Don't take a—if ch- he's not ready to play in your game, don't take him. No, but you understand, Ray, what they're doing is they're buying the stem cell. When that kid comes out and commits to the draft, they're trying to see down the road into the future, which is nearly impossible with these kids, to figure out how they would You don't draft potential in the first round. That's what the system currently forces them that, to do. That's, that's my that's, point. That, no, that, but that's wrong. Well, that's why that, they're that's, going to insulate against that no, with the new deal with, the, but, with making but, them stay two years. That's the smart have, but choice. No, no, but see, then you're, that's, you're, you're now going against what a human's right is to do, and well, that is to you know work. What? I don't want to get all Kurt Flood here. Well, okay, no, it, but, no, no it's, not, it's not Kurt Flood. It's, I, it I is Kurt Flood. No, it's not. It's whatever you do in life. Why should you deprive a man from taking care of his family? Okay, then you can come out. Wait, wait a second. First of all, deprive a man from taking care of his family. Yes. I'm giving the man an opportunity to get a college education or at least a halfway start to one no, two years in. No. Okay, so two years. Okay, so really think about years. it. Are you Okay, so see what you just said. The, the fact of the matter is what you're really doing is giving that person an opportunity to continue to develop the skill you set that so you need. You are so labor. You are like Norma Ray. No. You listen, are, you're Sally Field do with you Norma believe Ray holding up the union sign. If the little girls time. with the little curls in her hair that made all those great movies... If they didn't let her do, can you imagine what's what's the other girl You're nowadays? Cesar Chavez. The other little, you know, you can't. If a person's a good, only if they're gonna. Can you believe somebody's gonna tell Michael Jackson and Donny Osmond they can't sell a million records? You don't do Wait that. Wait a second. We're talking about the betterment of the game. No, I don't really care no, well, about okay, that. Okay, what kids. I'm saying. I really don't. No, here's what okay, I'm saying. They're going to get there. If you're good enough, they'll get there. That's what I mean. The problem is not the age. The problem is are the people who are making decisions are choosing the wrong people at the wrong okay, time. Okay, so let's agree. I hang can't on, hang force on. myself in the league. Hang on, if I may, Ray. Then let's agree to this, okay? I agree with everything you just said, but what you have to do is after a certain period of time with a certain construct and rules of the, of, of the game, ground rules, you have to evaluate it. And it's not working. These guys are not 
making those decisions correctly. Get rid of so those you, guys. Don't no. get don't don't change the system. The system Just is get- forcing people to make decisions based on very little information because they don't want to miss. They don't want to miss on a kid. No, okay? that's not how so you So now you've no. got to change the system. You no. don't get rid of those guys. Those are the no. best in the world at what they do. Okay, so wait. The if best they're the best in, in the, the world, world. Let me ask you something. Are in the NBA. Kevin Garnett. Was there a problem with Kevin Garnett? Was he ready? He would come out of Farragut High. He would get drafted. Okay, Kobe Bryant. Was there a problem with Kobe? He would come out and he would get drafted. LeBron James. Was there a problem with him? We're saying the same thing, Okay, right? so no. It's not about no. them. It's about Anthony Bennett. Oh, wait. It's about... You know, some shrush from not Greece ready. or something. So don't draft him. That? I just did. I, I don't think know. I had but, a but I, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying the people that are drafted. You know, you, you I sound think I just like had a stroke. you sound like a person who believes that you actually can. I heard people say this to me. I'm going to try out for a team. No, no, no. I'm a person who sees things for things for what they are. It's not working. The system is broken. Fix it. And here's the biggest beneficiary of this, okay? The biggest beneficiary of the two-year deal is college basketball, a game I used to worship and love UNLV, hated Duke, knew what North Carolina was, understood Texas every time they took the floor. Now, every time I watch Kentucky, it's a whole new roster every year. I hate college basketball comparatively. The tourney's a, a golden little nugget. Don't get me wrong. But during the regular season, I can't even get into it because I don't know who these guys are. The identity of the team has been destroyed do you know the, by the do, one and do done. You know, do you know there the are five, no you know more the, legacies. Can you name the starting five for the Phoenix Suns? No. We li- and we live here in Phoenix. That's what I'm saying. No. They're terrible. When they're, when they're, they may make but the wait, playoffs. Well, I'm talking about college basketball. No, what I'm saying to you is, is going that. going to be saved by this two years. No, deal. what I'm saying to you is that when you allow be restored. people to have a position of making a determination on the quality of an athlete to do a job and they are not doing their job, then that person who made that decision should be fired. Right. You shouldn't well, hire somebody who cannot do their a, job. That's a very, um, like, almost disconnected from reality perspective because that would be the case if everyone wasn't doing the same mistake. Everyone wasn't making the same error. It's a very difficult system right now to succeed in. And you have to, to, sometimes you have to legislate against yourself just to make for the betterment of the game and the college game. Thank God for that. Okay. Let me ask you, is the, uh, would you say the Miami Heat has been making that same mistake uh, year in year out, the past. Who the Miami Heat? Who have they drafted since Dwayne Wade? They, they get a draft. They get a draft choice. But who? It doesn't make a difference. I'm just they get saying, a draft. You're saying they're making the same. You're saying they're making the same oh, mistakes. No, no, no. Miami did this little thing where everybody got together. That's called collusion. But you still no. Oh yeah, that was collusion. That's not collusion. Collusion. Yeah, that was oh, collusion. My gosh. Hey, buddy, where do you want to go? <laughs> I don't know. What do you say, Miami? Hot chicks, South that Beach. Is, we that, win a championship. That, oh. Not one, not two, not three. That wasn't draft. That was free agents, free agent collusion. I, you know what? I, I tell you what. I'm colluding with the engineer back there, and he tells me that I got about a minute to take a commercial break. But I think I'm going to take my commercial break just a little bit early because Dougie you Mac just said that these guys who got together. You're colluding brunch, with they the engineer. Collude. <laughs> you and Mike. Is that how it is? All right. All right, guys. Listen, you you know what you're listening to. You're listening to Rail and Sports on the Voice America Network. Dougie Mac is just off the chain. Collusion. I want to come back, and we're going to talk about We're going to talk a little bit about I want to talk a little bit about the NFL. Shenanigans. I, I cannot believe what's happening up there on the East Coast. That's collusion. You don't want to trade him, but I want your quarterback, and you got a quarterback I want, so we're going to make Michael Vick and Sanchez. Somehow we're going to get them on the teams. All right. How's Geno Smith Let's go, man. Let's go. Take the break. We got to get out of here. <laughs> We'll be right back.
your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. So Andy Serling packed his bags, left the city, and is enjoying his temporary digs in Saratoga. But that won't stop us from bringing you Playing to Win, the best online handicapping show for serious horse players. Catch Andy and his great lineup of guests every week throughout the month of August on location from the beautiful Saratoga Racecourse. He and his guests are some of the best in the biz. They bring you new insights to making money, and they tell it like it is. I'm 3-5-1 in this race, but the three is very much the one to beat. We're going to completely disagree on this race. I absolutely disagree. Spicer, especially at one to two. And it's anything but the same old horse racing show. This is a nine horse field, but really there are seven donkeys and two zebras. Playing to Win with Andy Serling, a show seriously committed to making more money at the game, but with a personality. This is a dunce cap horse for me. If this horse wins, next week I got the dunce cap on. YouBet.com's Playing to Win, presented by the Daily Racing Form. Look for it the day before big race days, mostly Fridays. Find a complete schedule in the Daily Racing Form or click on Playing to Win at YouBet.com may not know all their names, but you certainly know what they did. They helped make this game into what it is today. Now we can do more to help them. The NFL Alumni Association is proud to assist our retired players to help make their lives better today and tomorrow. To learn more, please visit NFLalumni.org. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. All right, we're coming back off the air. Me and my man Dougie Mack had a conversation going yeah, on. So, uh, let me let, let me just first of all, I, I, I gotta let my man Matthew know. I got, Matthew got a little bit of raggy going on. Who's and, Matthew? Oh, Matthew, one, one of our executive producers. Uh, oh, Matt. Yeah, Matt. What about, he's a Seattle kid. Yeah. He's a Seahawks fan. And you don't know he's got a little bit of, you know. Got a what? A reggae? We're jamming. Jamming. Oh, uh, reggae. reggae. I didn't know it was reggae. Ray, right. Is that how Ray Ray says reggae? Reggae. Ray Ray. Ray Ray rocks reggae? I got to bring you over. Reggae. I don't know. You kind of said it like, you know, the Haitians would be angry. Okay, man, we can't. Yeah, we can't. Okay, why should now? You got to watch. The Jamaicans would rather you didn't call it reggae. Amon. It's reggae, man. That's reggae going on, man. Some reggae. Okay. So anyway, listen, let's talk a little bit. I can't, you know, I got, it's in my blood, you know, this man is trying to tell me, convince me. That Tom Brady is is you know a California guy. They, oh, they want they only want to claim him once he's made it. He's but he, from the But peninsula. he had to leave California to come to the Midwest well, lots of to people, play I in mean, the Big Ten. So we could develop him into the type of quarterback he is today. Let me ask you this: but, is, is is Andrew Luck a Texas quarterback or is Andrew Luck a California quarterback? Andrew Luck is still lucky that you know. Is he a Texas or a California kid? If you had to call it. Come on, man. What do you think? What do you think? I think he's a Texas high school quarterback. He's a stud who went I went off to Stanford and made his name, but he's a Texas kid. Is he a- Tom Brady is from the peninsula. He's from 40 minutes or less outside San Francisco. He came up through that whole system. I don't want to say he played at Modern Day, but it's one of those legendary programs. I don't think peninsula. he played at Modern Day. He didn't. I don't, no, I don't no, remember that. No, no. But I, I can't remember the name The kid, the, the backup the kid for the Eagles played at Modern Day. Who, Nick Foles? Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. no. Nick is a uh, star. Uh, Matt Barkley. Matt Barkley. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, but I'm not going to think Which of Which leads me into my discussion. Okay. You know, where I want to go with this anyway, and that is the fact that, okay, the Eagles have decided that they gave Michael Vick his walking paper. I'm okay with that. 
I you can't win with that guy. But the reason why I'm okay with that because they let him go. But I think it was a foolish mistake because in the National Football League today, you need to have two good quarterbacks on your team. It's it's kind of hard for quarterbacks today. Even I mean, did you see what the uh, number one, uh, perhaps maybe drafted person in the National Football League? How much he weighed? Is, how is, big he is? is Michael, how fast? Uh, Michael Vick is not a big how, man. How fast he runs? Michael Vick is not I, a big I man. I understand, that, and that's my point. I'm, I'm just saying that the defensive linemen are getting bigger, stronger, and much faster. Right. And some elusiveness is to be part of the job description, or the let's say the attributes that a person has that plays a position of quarterback. In any sport, can you think of any player in recent memory who has been League average, mediocre, and more discussed than Michael Vick. Well, I, I would say this. I would say that Michael Vick hasn't been average. Michael Vick has done what Michael Vick has been somewhat of an example of evolution of what we're seeing at the quarterback position now, which everybody's willing to embrace that Michael mobile Vick, quarterback. Michael Vick and is, Michael Vick has well, teased right. us with that over the years, He's, and everybody's wished they could have that. He is evidence. And Russell Wilson showed you. Well, now we're talking. I'm, I'm just telling you. So, so, so it's not that it's overhyped. It is a reality if, if that person – but see, what, what, here is what Russell Wilson, what I like about him is there are some times where you bring people in and people watch and people actually study and learn. And it's like everything that we say about our parents. Hey, let's take the good and let's leave the bad away, okay? Right. And so uh, what you see in a Russell Wilson is a Russell Wilson who has watched the game and studied the game over the years, has taken a little bit of this guy, a little bit of that guy, a little bit of this guy, and he's then put that package, and that's his game. And he's got the physical so, and the mental and the prep and the position and the time. And the and physical then, is the his, physical, his, his, his escapability and his improvision that he brings to that position. Right. And, and, and his intelligence is that I'm not going to try to take this hit. I, I don't exactly. need to show you how tough of a man I am. You know who he worships is Drew Brees. He's watched every pass that Drew Brees ever threw in his college and professional career. Uh, and that's the quarterback he most studied uh, growing up. Another big Michael Vick guy. is, uh, mm-hmm. and Michael Vick is a guy who I think we just keep living on the echo of that Florida State, Virginia Tech uh, Sugar Bowl when he ran away from those DBs, and we all knew the fastest people on the planet, the Gazelles were the DBs, those corners for Florida State. And when Michael Vick broke that coverage and took the field, we were like, "This is the next big thing," but it isn't, and it hasn't. Been. Well, no, and Michael no, Vick. No, frankly, what, you, what you were seeing, I don't want him on my team. What you were seeing was he's an, not, an aspect of. of if we had a quarterback that had it all and you could package it, that was the new quarterback. It's almost like when you see LeBron step out. Well, did, you, did you ever see LeBron step out in that, that football though. uniform that he gave to his high yeah. school his yeah. high school team? Monster. You know, and so that's what you you saw. Okay, if you could take a little bit of this and a little bit of that, and then boom. Who this do you go with right now? Russell you, Wilson. Okay, Ralph Wilson, Wilson, rest his soul. Let's play a hypothetical right now. Uh, you know, with all due respect to Mr. Wilson, you just got that team. And the NFL says, you know what, Ray, welcome to the fold. Mr. Wilson bequeathed this team to you. You get one player. You can take your pick of anyone in the NFL. Who do you go with right now? Right now? To be your quarterback or your offensive lineman. It could be a long snapper for all I care. You get one player. Who are you taking? Well, one player does not make a team. Well, Ray, it's just a fun hypothetical. Are you going with Andrew Luck, RG3, Russell Wilson, Michael Vick, who are you going with? Oh wow! You know you're, you're starting the league, so uh, you got you got anybody and everybody that you, you get, start a you team out with. You can have Mario Williams. You can have you wow. can have. Pff, 
you know, what you do Reggie is you, pro- you probably go with what's hot and who's hot. Russell just was, you know, he just he should have been the MVP of the Super Bowl. You know, he just won a Super Bowl. Well, that so defense, gotta, the whole so defense should have been the MVP. Well, but he had know, a great again, game. He, he had a great game. Right, that's exactly right. Yeah. He, 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 I don't think he made too, too many mistakes if he did. So, I mean, he so, you, you know, you got to build your team around a quarterback, mm-hmm. you know. And so, why not take him? Well, I've, I've been, okay, we had the conversation among some Seahawks fans at the beginning of last season, and we all kind of couldn't get away from it. Uh, Andrew Luck is the only other guy in the conversation, in my opinion, because he is sort of the prototypical big Elway-ish kind of gunslinger, uh, you know, durable pocket. How many, and he's also very how fast. Many games, Don't get it twisted. How many that games removed from the Super Bowl was he? I'm a Russell Wilson guy. I'm with you on that. But I don't think there's anybody else really in that conversation. And it's interesting to think about. We don't, you know, I guess Drew Brees is too old. You know, uh, I guess um, I, I'm forgetting some of the, a couple people right now. Or Tom Brady, Aaron Garden, or uh, Aaron Rodgers. I mean, Aaron yeah, Rodgers yeah, will be right, in there. Right. You know, Tom Brady's a little past it. Rodgers is in there. I Again, think. still, yeah, who, okay, the okay, still, who are the top five quarterbacks in the league? Tom uh, Brady's still in that conversation. Sure. Okay. So, mm-hmm. all right. So, is that five, four, three, two, one? You got Tom Brady. You got Russell. So you, that you already named two right there. Now, I, I would Andrew say, Luck. I would say, you said Andrew Luck, but I would say, it, 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 what I would go back to this one. The question is, is Peyton Manning still in that conversation? I, there's the one I, I, I was like, there's, I'm forgetting the most obvious one. There's obviously Peyton Manning, but you know, he's only got two more years left in him, three, four max. But let's go, let's, let's go. So to, we're starting a new let, team. Go, you got to go young. Let's go to dog years. Okay. Which well, is dog years. Yeah, dog years. You know, come on, football players, three and a half years. You, it's, it's like the, if, a year of football okay, is then, like. Then you agree. So you have to take either one of the young you ones. You got to take the youth. Yeah. It's either Russell or Andrew or RG3 if you feel that way. I just don't RG3, agree. first of all, I'm not going to say. RG3 I, I was ne- I was never a real big RG3 fan. I never was. He was Michael Vick in college. I, no, 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 he no, was Michael no, no. Vick. I, you will never get me to say that, first of all. Okay, and let me, and let me say this while I. And also about the whole RG three, I just just in terms of his demeanor, and and his and his demonstration of leadership to me, I I love Russell Wilson how he deals with love the media. RG three, there's always some controversy in his comments, man. Yeah, Come on, yeah. it leads to you let them push your button. That he, tells me you're you're not composed. He's got a and little, if you're going to be my quarterback, you got to be composed. Little Mark Russell, Cuban in him. Yeah, yeah, a little Mark Cuban in him. <laughs> Russell is smooth. You you will not you you can't take that you can't take him off his game. He is in control of the environment at all times, and mm-hmm. that's what you that, that's what you need. You need somebody who's going to command control. This is my huddle. I'm in charge. It'll here. be interesting to see and how it goes forward now. Now with where everybody shines him and looks at him and looks up to him, I don't think he's going to crack. I think he's the same guy he was in junior high school, same guy he was in college. I, it, there's no difference. There. And he transferred he's on the he path. Tra- he went from one university to another university in order to get to where he needed to be. So we're in agreement. Russell Wilson is the greatest football player in the history of the world. Ah, uh, you're in agreement. <laughs> That's, you're advocating for the devil again because <laughs> I'm not going to do that. It's, it's, it's been great. Every time Dougie Mac comes, it, it, it's seems as if the clock just speeds up. It does. And and go look up that, you know, dog years. You know, dog years, I think one year is like 10 years. So average seven, football I think player, it's seven well, one. football yeah. is a little accelerated because right. let's make it 10 because 10, you play three and a half years, that's about 65 years old, right? Sure. 10 times three is 30. Mm-hmm. Half of that is five. Yeah. You know, you, sure. You know, and that's about how many years you get to play football. Well, I hope they get another ring. Three years that. equivalent that old to that. Dog Russell Wilson. Yeah, there you go. Well, yeah, let him stay around, man, because he's a good ball player. Listen, I, I've enjoyed this show, man. It's been a great time. Again, Mark, come on, Mark. We love basketball. Don't turn people against basketball by your comments. 
People love football. Find a way to help it. The best athlete is a well-rounded athlete. There's no doubt about it. He needs to play a little basketball, a little football, a little baseball, maybe even a little hockey, a little soccer, run some track. Next thing you know, you got a well-rounded athlete. They didn't make the decision later on in life, but come on, don't get those. We're going to keep watching football. It's only 16 games. You've got 80-something games. If you want to talk about you know, oversaturation and people getting tired of it, People get tired of basketball. That's because if you miss a game, it's okay. I'll catch another one. You know, you guys play each other two, three, four, five times a year. Uh, what the heck? Anyway, I see 30 seconds, which means that's about time for this show to end. You've been listening to Rail of Sports on the Voice America Network. My man, Dougie Mack, he might be back. Ooh, that, that kind of rhymes. Go. Hey, I'll see stuff. you next time, Thanks, which Ray. will be the best time. Thank you for spending this hour with Ray Ellis Sports. We hope that you've enjoyed today's conversation. For more information and to write Ray, visit RayEllisSports.com. That's RayEllisSports.com. Be sure to join us again next Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern, right here on the Voice America Sports Channel.